Well, well, well. What do we have here? It's almost the time of free agency, right? Or maybe it is free agency right now. But I don't know. But, you know, uh, off topic, but the world is breaking down right now. And, you know, 2020 is like a, you know, that movie where there's always like the M. M. Night Shyamalan movie, where there's always like a twist at the end. I just feel like, you know, since it's barely November, you know, there's going to be, it's setting up something more interesting for December. You know, so we'll see what happens in, you know, the United States right now. Um, it's getting cold as shit now, you know, Cali. But, you know, I just want to, I guess talk about i guess like some free agency from what i've seen probably you know talk about some um uh, i've been talking about like you know fashion in like a long time i like any streetwear stuff a long time so you know i'll probably talk about that later so you know without further ado we head to free agency now you know i saw something from john hollinger He's like a you know writer for the Athletic or something, one of the former VPs for the Grizzlies, and I see uh his projection of uh players that are gonna be worth you know certain salaries like who's gonna pick them up right basically the next team that they're gonna be on this is the salary that they're gonna earn right and I saw. For his centers, you know, Whiteside, seventeen million, Christian Wood, fifteen million, Andre Drummond, fourteen million, Jacob Poto, thirteen million, Derek Favors, twelve million, Serge Baca, five million, Dwight, three million, right? You know, I thought to myself, whoever is picking up Whiteside. And paying him seventeen million a year should be fired, right? Hassan Whiteside is just not good, right? He's a stat padding dude. Who? What did he average this year? Like he averaged like, I don't know, like probably like thirteen points, like fourteen points in that range, and he averaged like thirteen rebounds. Basically, right? So if he's like started, he'll give you like 15-15 basically. And maybe like a couple blocks. But I mean, just just looking at, you know, how he was at on the Portland Trailblazers, right? Dude is not a good defender. I mean, he just doesn't try. It's like what Charles Barkley says. He basically tries every four years because, you know, a new contract's coming. So he has to, you know, kind of give a little bit more effort. It's like the same, you know predicament and when he was on the heat when he was like uh with the undrafted free agency he was bouncing all around and all of a sudden he went to the heat and he transformed himself into like a defensive player of the year candidate and I mean, he was leading the league in like blocks by like a lot he was a big lead right the problem with white side is he just he's a great shot blocker he's not really a great overall defender in a way where it's like significantly, you know, 
how should I say this, significantly, like, noticeable in a way where it's, like, kind of like Rudy Gobert. Like, when you think about it, Rudy Gobert is, like, a, you know, he's an elite defender, right? Hassan Whiteside's not really an elite defender. Like, he's a, he's not really good in the post as a defender when it comes to the pick and roll. He's, he's just super lazy, right? Like, when it comes to, like, defending. But he, but he'll try to, like, block your shot to, like, you know, boost up his stats. He'll go for the rebounds and stuff to boost up his stats. But, I mean, you just look at him rebound sometimes. Like, he doesn't even put effort. He just stands there, doesn't box out or anything, and just, you know, gets the rebound. I mean, you know, case one, right, when he was playing against the Lakers in the, what's it called, the playoff series, right? Like, shouldn't he, he was getting out-rebounded by just Anthony Davis, right? Anthony Davis is an elite rebounder, right? You know, for a guy like Hassan Whiteside to have, like, 15 rebounds and, and stuff, like, average, like that, you would expect him to have, like, you know, like, great, like, fundamentals when it comes to rebounding, boxing out and stuff. He didn't do it. He didn't do it because he's super lazy, right? And then you look at the games where he played against, like, the, the Nets in the bubble, Right? Like, he was getting out-rebounded by them. Like, Jarrett Allen was, like, their only center, right? And Jarrett Allen was out-rebounding him and Nurkic. So, like, there's issues there already. Big red flag. So, whoever is getting white side, it is unfortunate. For you, I I feel sorry for you know the team that will give Whiteside seventeen million. I don't believe it. Whiteside's should be salary should be way lower than that, right? Way lower. Like he just Whiteside's a player that just doesn't try. So why I will never take the chance on Whiteside. Like I don't even know where will Whiteside go. Like and if he's like coming off like. You know, maybe like five million salary or like six million salary. Like, sure, you know, I'll I'll take a chance on that, right? Seventeen million. Oh no, no way, right? Now you go to the next guy. You know, Christian Wood. You know, fifteen million. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Pistons give him that. I don't know. I mean, you know, Christian Wood's kind of like that. Uh, He's been been around teams, I think, for a couple of teams. Right? I know he played with the Pelicans, and when Anthony Davis got injured, he was he was pretty decent, right? And now he's on the Pistons, and I guess you know the Pistons are just trying to rebuild, right? So, who would give Christian Wood that kind of money? I don't know. I mean, he's still relatively new, an unknown player still. But I mean, you know, a lot of teams. Looking for centers in a way, I guess his, I guess John Hodger's theory is that you know with Anthony Davis winning a championship, you know people need like people to guard Anthony Davis basically, so they're trying to ramp it up. That's what I think, right? It's kind of like that Shaq syndrome thing where when Shaq was the best player in the NBA, like oh man, we gotta we gotta get all the centers just to guard Shaq, right? So that's why like you know the Nets like. They traded for, you know, Matumbo, even though Matumbo was, like, washed up. Like, all these guys are piling up centers and bodies just to guard Shaq, basically. So, maybe it's, maybe it's why these guys are, like, you know, being projected to get, like, high salary. 
even though the salary cap should be going like should be getting lower, right? You know, with this pandemic, you know, money is getting hard to come by. So I mean, these guys, if these guys get paid these, you know, salaries. You know, good for them. Like you know, whatever. I don't care personally. You know, but you know, as a GM, like these players are not deserving of it. You know, Andre Drummond, fourteen million, right? I could have swore this dude had a twenty-five million, you know, player option. Like, you think Andre Drummond's gonna get out of his player option and lose what eleven million just to go somewhere else? I mean, it depends on you know Andre Drummond's you know move now. You know, Andre Drummond could you know opt out of his contract, possibly go to the you know the Boston Celtics, right? The Boston Celtics suck at rebounding. Like, you know, that Daniel Tice guy, you know, for what it's worth. You know, they they always play small and, you know, Celtics just suck at rebounding. They straight up just suck at rebounding. You know, just with Andre Drummond alone, they can fix that rebounding problem. There's always been, you know, these rumors of Andre Drummond, you know, going to the Celtics and stuff. Or they will be willing to trade him. He ends up getting traded to the Cavs, like. I don't understand why that why that is, right? Why that is. But you know, Andre Drummond, fifty million. I don't think he's opting out whatsoever, right? I wouldn't opt out. Dude, you're getting paid twenty five million next season just tank. Like, who cares? Right? I mean, you know, he can like leave the next season and get another contract. But you know, whether he does that or not, I would be very surprised if he opts out of his contract. I mean, if he opts out, there's no way he's getting paid of that high level ever again. Like, he would have to just go to, like, a contending team, and that would be the only reason that he would be there. You know, Jacob Poto, the Spurs, $13 million. I mean, the Spurs need to really tank, Right? They really need to tank, and it's they shouldn't give him that contract. Basically, who who would even take Jacob Poto? I mean, he's okay. He's like okay, basically. I mean, with this you know market and being market for centers, I don't know if it's increasing or not, but maybe it's because of their youth. Except for Whiteside. The Whiteside's like 31. So I don't know why they're trying to pay Whiteside. Like he's some kind of all-star. Yeah, he's a... Uh, Spurs can do Spurs just keep on tanking and just trade their pieces. I mean, I don't know why they didn't trade DeMar or Marcus Aldridge. Didn't he get rid of those two guys? Um, they, they, need just, they need to just keep on tanking and just hopefully they get their guy for the future. I mean... You know, DeJounte Murray and what's it called? Derek White and Lonnie Walker. I mean, that's basically it, right? I mean, who else is there? Like, they need, like, they just need more pieces and they just need a tank, but, you know, we'll see what, what happens if they can try to trade their players for pieces. Derek Favors, Derek Favors. Isn't he on the Pelicans? 
I mean, he was like super. I could have swore this guy was injured for a couple of uh, games, like good amount of games. So I mean, you know, Derek Favors as a center, it's pretty decent, I guess you can say. Twelve million. Uh, I mean, who has production? He gives you like what, like twelve and twelve, maybe, maybe ten and ten. He's like a double double guy, and honestly, like. I don't think he's deserving that much. I mean, what, what team would give give him a starting job, right? He seems like more of a kind of a backup role center, like where he was at on the Jazz, right? When he was backing up Gobert, and he was he was good in his role, but you know, as a starter, it seems like they're trending more towards playing more smaller. You know, the Pelicans putting Zion as a center. Because, you know, Zion Williamson is a fat ass, right? So, like, I don't know if the Pelicans even... I mean, the Pelicans are trying to tank even further by trying to get rid of Drew Holiday. So, would they resign favors and have him as a center? Possibly. I mean, they're going to max out Brandon Ingram for sure. Um, I think they're gonna keep Lonzo. I mean, so far, I mean, I think they should keep Reddick. Who knows what they're gonna do? But it seems like the Pelicans, you know, they're starting anew with uh, with Stan Van Gundy's their coach, right? Yeah, I mean, they're starting anew. Just don't let Stan Van Gundy do the GM thing again. I mean, when he was at the Pistons, he didn't do shit. I mean, he had Drummond and, you know, Reggie Jackson. and He was the GM. And he was picking people like Stanley Johnson and stuff like that. So, you already know there's an issue right there. Stanley Johnson is a bust. And, you know, we'll see. Uh, let's see. Maybe they do keep him. You know, I would say Pelicans probably keep him. I mean, they're getting rid of Drew, so they got to spend more money either way. So, maybe keep favors for a bit. You know, Zion Williamson is, he needs to get in shape, dude. I saw this dude, Zion Williamson, on that men's health cover, right? Dude looks bloated as hell. And it's actually pretty surprising, right? You know, why would you put Zion on the men's health cover, right? Unless you just keep on hyping him up like he's the next guy. He's the next guy. Dude looks like he's been eating gumbo for like 24-7. Like his face is bloated. Like you remember that pic when he was like, he was like working out and he was just like pumped up and he looked super jacked, right? His arm was like big. Like now you look at him in that men's cover. How about this dude looks fat as hell. Like, Like someone needs to tell him. You need to lose, you need to get like a personal chef and you need to hold some discipline because you're like being capped down a minute cap because you're, because you can't control your weight. This is like, and people said he was like Charles Barkley, right? The next coming Charles Barkley. It's seeming looking like the case. Like Charles Barkley had weight issues in, when he was on the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, he's always said it. And once he lost the weight, Boom, you know, superstar, right? And now you look at, you know, Zion Wilson, right? He's not playing as much minutes as Charles, like Charles Barkley said back then because, you know, of weight issues. 
and conditioning. So once he loses that weight and the extra weight, you know, I wouldn't be surprised this dude's like flying high because I mean this dude flies high right with that amount of weight and he's landing on his you know joints. I mean this dude waddles. I mean he like waddles. Like what's up with that? But you know, yeah, Pelicans, you know, get your boy, get your boy on Weight Watchers, man. Serge Ibaka, five million per salary. Whoever gets Serge Ibaka five million, you need it. Pump, you need to punch that ticket, give him that contract, and if he asks you five million, done. Serge Ibaka will be well worth that five million, right? Like I said, if I was the Nets, I would go for Serge Ibaka. If I was the Clippers, Serge Ibaka, you know, the Warriors, like Serge Ibaka should be a high commodity free agent, right? I mean, he spreads the floor, he defends. You know, he brings championship experience now. You know, vet experience, locker room kind of guy. He uh, spreads the floor. I mean, he does, like, a lot of things that, you know, you would want in, like, a modern-day center, right? I mean, yes, he's over undersized, but still, you know. Yeah, he's still, you know, good enough. How old is Serge? I wonder. He has to be, like... In his 30s. I don't think he should be that old. But I mean. I wonder why it's like. Projected to be 5 million. So like what. The, the Raptors are not gonna. Sign him. I guess the Raptors are holding off. In order to sign Giannis or something. So they're just trying to. Weed off their contracts. So I mean. Whoever gets Baca. Do it. You know, Dwight Howard, $3 million. well worth it, too. Like, dude, I would rather take Dwight Howard at $3 million than Whiteside at $17 million, right? And basically, Dwight can give you what Whiteside gives you, except, you know, Dwight has, like, better defense. The only issue is, you know, Dwight is kind of a head case. You know, the reason why he wasn't really a head case in the Lakers is because you know, he, he, he's basically been out, was going to be out of the league. And then, you know, Lakers picked him up, you know, high, you know, low risk, high reward. And it, it basically was a low risk, high reward, right? Because, you know, Dwight can do whatever he wants. He couldn't really, you know, affect your locker room as much because, you know, LeBron and AD's in the locker room full of vets. You know, Rondo's in the locker room. So he couldn't really, like, mess around. I mean, when he was in Atlanta, he phoned it in. Like, he didn't really care. Phoned it in. When he was on the Hornets, he phoned it in. He didn't really care, basically, right? I mean, what else season was he on? He was on the Wizards. You know, he phoned it in. He didn't even care. And he was still giving you, like, he was still giving you, like, averaging double-double, right? He just wasn't giving as much effort as he once was because he was just, he was just getting salaries and phoning it in. It's like, you know, he's clocking in, like, all right, you know, I'm here. You know, I, I did what I, I did what I was I was gonna do. That's it. Double double, a couple blocks. Alright, but when he was on the Lakers and they had like a lot of like you know depth, like he was a he was a high value player and I'm surprised uh I would be surprised if the Lakers 
don't sign him again. I mean, I know they're trying to sign, like, you know, Boogie Cousins. But, you know, it's... Who even knows what's going to happen with DeMarcus Cousins? DeMarcus Cousins is, like... Seems like he's done. Like, who would give him a a chance anymore, right? Who would give him a chance? Like, his Achilles is blown out. His ACL is, like, blown out. Like, like this dude has been injured for the last couple of, of seasons. It's been season-ending injuries. Like, it, who, who knows where he's at mentally? Who knows where he's at? Um... Just physically as well. So we'll see what happens. And you know what's the interesting part of the list is that you know there's no Montrez Harrell on this list as well. I think Montrez Harrell, from what I've seen, was projected to have like you know eight million. I mean, obviously he's trying to look for the max, right? But whoever gives Montrez Harrell the max should also get fired. Like, dude, Montrez Harrell is not a good. He's he's not a good starter. Like he he does good in his own way of coming off the bench and he was averaging what nineteen and seven or something. Like yeah, so what? So what? I mean, dude does not defend. He doesn't really rebound. You know his defense is so ass, man. Like it's ridiculous. Like I don't I don't know why people expect him. Like oh yeah, he's a six man of the year. You know winner. You know good for you, but. You know, it looks like it looks like the Clippers are like insider stuff is all leaked by him, which is the rumors. But honestly, you know, Montrezl Harrell just reminds me of Kenny Faree. Like he's just an energy guy. Like okay, like there's that. I mean, like are you gonna really you know give him big you know contract for that? You know, I personally wouldn't. The Clippers shouldn't, right? It would be ridiculous. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Like, crazier things have happened, but, you know, with the salary cap being, you know, lowered, like, um, I wouldn't wouldn't do any of that for, you know, Montrezl Harrell. And, you know, this is excluding a lot of, like, the other players. They're coming off free agency, I guess. You know, Gordon Hayward is free agent. They're not really... I didn't even see what he was worth, right? I think Gordon Hayward is kind of look, trying to look for, like, another big contract as well. Um, You know, Nicholas Batum. Yeah, right. Daniel Danilo Gallinari. You know, he's still available. You know, Drogage. I wonder if Drogage uh, will be signed by the Miami Heat. I mean, he's old, so there's nothing that can be done there. Jordan Clarkson, Fred Van Fleet. You know, I've seen a lot of rumors of Fred Van Fleet going to the New York Knicks. Um, should New York do it? Sure, why not? I mean, New York has nothing to play for. I mean, they're trying to get CP3, right? Ha, ha, ha. Um. 
wonder how they could do that. Trade CP3 for the Knicks just to boost up their culture and, you know, try to make a winning culture. I mean, I guess, but for me personally, I, I wouldn't do that. Like, unless, you know, if, you, if I'm getting dead weight, like, you know, like Kevin Knox and like, who's that French guy? You know, Frankie Smokes, Nidala Kina. Nah, nah, bro. Um, if I'm getting those guys off the team, sure, why not? I'll throw, I'll throw them over for CP3. Why not? These Those guys suck. I mean, the Knicks are kind of like a trash fire kind of franchise right now. So, who knows what's going to happen. But I think that should be, should be all, almost all of the free agency people. I mean, I've seen Tristan Thompson... Um, being projected to get $1 million in free agency. So basically, they're probably going to replace Dwight with Tristan Thompson. I mean, because of that, I mean, dude, like, you know, salary cap for the Lakers is, like, kind of, like, pretty high. So they, they need a, a bunch of cheap contracts. So Tristan, size of LeBron again, you know, Tristan, bring his Kim Kardashian. I mean, not Kim Kardashian. What's that fucking, what's that fucking chick's name? Chloe Kardashian. Is it Chloe? I don't even know these. Whatever's man, you you get my point. You know Tristan Kardashian to like, come to L.A. to come to Hollywood. He's gonna bring his you know his bucket hats all over again, and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be some drama. I mean, I thought I thought Tristan hated LeBron, but you know we'll see what happens. But you know I think that should do it for the free agency. Free agency. As of right now, I mean, dude, these guys already know where they're signing already. I mean, all that collusion stuff is just bullshit. And smoke and mirrors. And basically, I mean, the rumors already said that they already know where they're going. So, once, you know, free agency, I guess, officially hits. I mean, maybe we did. Arrow's a sign on the dot. Like, once the time ticks to the time, the official time, everything's going to just... They're just going to sign immediately. And it's going to be like, you know... Wachanowski and Shams. Shams going boom, 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 boom. So. We, uh, we wait. You know. One thing I've always wanted to do. Is do those like, you know, reviews of. You know, player fashion. You know, sometimes like, you know, I like some players fashion. I like what they. You know, come up with sometimes. And then there's some times where there's like, what are you wearing, dude? Like, I know you have money, but, you know, money doesn't always mean, like, you know, doesn't make you, like, fly or anything, right, when it comes to fashion. You know, Exhibit A, you know, we talking about Kyle Kuzma, right? You know, Kyle Kuzma, a.k.a., you know, Puzma, you know, not the Puma Puzma, but, you know, P-O-O Puzma, you know, trash I was never into the hype of Kyle Kuzma as a Laker fan like like once once he was in his first season it was Kuzmania was happening and Arrow was talking about oh man should we trade you know Brandon Ingram or keep Kyle Kuzma or which one's better right and if you had any ounce of you know basketball you know IQ right you would always pick Brandon Ingram, right? Brandon Ingram had way more potential than him. Brandon Ingram was way younger than him. 
So, Nikas Kuzma, he's basically it for what he is, you know, as a player, as a role player. So, you know, this fantasy of him being an all-star, it's uh, it's not going to not gonna happen. But, you know, one, you know, one freaking, one, one fit that kind of stood out to me that was so that was ridiculous was, uh, remember that time when Kyle Kuzma came in that, that turquoise suit and that chain mail shirt with like see-through i mean dude like what is this dude wearing like i don't know i guess you know when you're a laker you know you want to dive into the laker like the la fashion you know world where you know you, you gotta do your best to make yourself pop i mean dude even even like LeBron was clowning on this dude, right? He was clowning this. Well, what is this dude wearing? Like, he's wearing this see-through shirt with this turquoise suit. Disgusting. Like, who, who told him to wear that stuff? I know these NBA players have their own, have their own. Uh, what's it called? What's that term? Whether the assistant that makes them, that gives them like what they wear. I've seen that before. Like there's this dude that does the the preps what they wear for like Anthony Davis or something. Like, what's that term? I I don't, I don't can't think of it right now. You know what's up with this dude in his turquoise suits and stuff? Like it feels weird. Then there's a suit with like a pink suit that uh for a turtleneck. I mean I'll, I'll put these like I'll make a video and I'll put these up. Um, on like YouTube or something, just so like people can see what I'm talking about. I mean, all you gotta do from what just type in Kyle Kuzma fashion. I mean, I'm just going through these pictures, and you know, Kyle Kuzma seems like a Kyle Kuzma's the type where you know, where he kind of tries a little bit too hard, you know, when it comes to like fashion. I mean, dude, like even just going through what the fourth pick of on, on Google, like Kyle Kuzma fashion. This dude trying to, why is he just standing like a little Uzi? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, this dude loves coming in with like suits without a shirt. I mean, there's some cases where, you know, Kakuzma does have some nice, uh, nice outfits. I mean, just by scrolling through these pics. I mean, Lee, Lee fits for anyone who follows, has a lot of these players, and. They post like, oh, here's what they're wearing, you know, caption, you know, drip God, caption, fire, you know, caption, please wear this every day, stuff like that, man, man. there are some players that are really nice, you know, and, and knowing their outfits, and there's some players like, dude, like, you know, Westbrook, like, uh, Westbrook, what the fuck are you wearing, you know what I'm saying, so... You know, Kuzma, it seems like hype beast to the max. I mean, even though, you know, there's some cases where, you know, he'll keep it simple. I mean, if he keeps it simple, I don't know why he doesn't keep it simple. He'll look way better. I mean, coming in with, you know, babe jacket with just regular jeans and vans. That's, that's, that's fine. Like, you know, I don't know what's the problem with that. But, you know, he kind of, you know, steps it up and becomes, like, too much. Too much. I remember 
when he came with that uh, that furry, you know, that furry jacket, and I was like, "What the hell is this dude wearing, man?" Like everyone, everyone roasts Kuzma, like when it comes to like fashion, and the always response that Kuzma always has is, you know, my my outfit is worth more than your salary or whatever, like. Bro, like, you in the NBA, so what, dude? What the hell does that matter? I mean, this dude takes it a little bit too far in a way where he just he just gets kind of weird with it. And the only reason he's getting propped up is because he's a Laker, right? I mean, just by going through these, through these images, like, dude, Kuzma's a goddamn weirdo. And... We should really get rid of the team. So, you know, off and off, you know, just by going through these images, I'll give him a grade. What's a grade? Probably like, hmm, I give him a D, man. Fuck Kuzma. Now, you know, the next person for the for. The league fit reviews, right? League fit reviews. Now, I already talked about Kyle Kuzma. Gave him a fucking D. Fuck him, bro. Ass. Right? Now, moving on to someone who I've seen that's really, really like when it comes to, like, fashion and stuff like that. He has pretty good taste, you know, in a way. It's, you know, Shy Gil- Gilgis Alexander, right? You know, you know, league fits, you know, came up with the, uh, with the, you know, first team, second team, the third team, you know, all league fit stuff. And we have, you know, the first team member, Shagos Alexander, who probably is the best dressed player in the NBA. I mean, think about it, right? I mean, just look at him, you know, keeps it kind of simple with the flannels, you know, play, where's the, you know, fear of God flannels and stuff like that. I mean, just by looking at him, keeps it simple, you know, Heron Preston, Comes up with the off-white, you know, Nikes. And keeps it simple with the jeans, man. And then sometimes, like, the problem I have, like, you know, modern day, like, you know, like, these hypebeast coaches, sometimes it gets a little too excessive, you know, in a way where you know, there's too much pockets going on. There's too much rings going on. I mean, dude, like, I mean, this dude, Chuck Gibbs Alexander came in with a... You know, outfit, right? Flannel, you know, design shirt, probably Def Mob or something like that. And then he came with these pink pants, right? But all these rings all over and stuff like that. It's like too excessive, right? Too excessive. I mean, he had the, well, he had the Yukon dunks. No, not UNC dunks. You know, the, the off-white. I think it's off-white. I mean, this dude always wear Nike off-whites. I mean, this dude has the cleanest Kobe's and all that stuff when it comes to, like, playing. And now that he's signed with, like, Converse, I mean, yeah, the thing's cool. You know, you want to hang out with uh, Kelly Oubre, right, on Converse. But, I mean, this dude has the cleanest Nikes and stuff like that. So, I mean, technically, he can still wear Nikes, right? Because, you know, Converse is under the Nike brand, so you can still wear his off-white stuff, but it's going to be less and less of that sort. But, I mean, sometimes it's just too much of these pants, right? Like, 
I feel like, you know, we're going back in time when it comes to, like, fashion. Like, in a way where it's, like, you know, the, everyone's wearing ripped jeans. And, dude, that's basically, like, the grunge stuff from the 90s and stuff like that. People are wearing Metallica and all these, like, Nirvana shirts. I'm like, dude, is this the 90s again? Right? And now we're slowly transitioning to the 2000s again. You know, 2020, basically, where... Arrow's wearing like slowly starting to wear baggier sh- like pants. Like everyone used to be wearing those skinny ass tight jeans. You know, slowly transitioning back to you know these baggier pants, and so it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> like time really is a flat circle in a way where you just you just see things. Uh, Coming back in the full circle, it's uh, and as you get older, you start noticing weird things. Like, what the? Like, I remember that. Maybe I'm just getting older. I don't know, but I mean, sometimes I mean, yeah, you know, another picture I see for Shaggy's Alexander, like, it's kind of hard actually, you know, talk about it like just audio, straight audio, huh? Like, I'm just looking at these video, these images, and I mean, it's probably it's gonna be pretty hard to follow for you know straight listeners but um i'll probably just try my best to like explain what i see i mean you know sometimes like shy yellows like tries to get a little too excessive sometimes when it comes to showing off like you know one outfit the louis vuitton outfit they wears Louis Vuitton jacket, Louis Vuitton pants. Looks pretty good. I mean, this dude is easily, like, you know, top tier when it comes to, you know, league fits, like, obviously, right? I mean, this dude basically is, you know, the drip god on league fits. I mean, this dude comes in, normal jacket, keeps it simple, normal jacket, white t-shirt, um... What's that pants called again? What's the, what is that? Chrome Hearts. There you go. Came in with Chrome Hearts pants. Nike. Off-white. Yet again. I think that's off-white. That's, yeah, it's off-white. You know, the uh, Nike Air Forces. And dude keeps it simple. He's able to keep it simple. He's able to, you know, flex out hard as well. And... You know, I'm pretty pretty big fan of, you know, Shy Gibbs Alexander. I mean, this dude's the next coming of the uh all-star for the OKC Thunder. I mean they got a they got a good franchise player, so we know we'll see what happens with you know OKC. I mean they always pretty good in develop in developing talent in a way and you know accumulating talent. So you know Sam Presti is uh is the man, dude. You know, keep you know, one thing I've noticed, you know, Shy Gilles Alexander loves his flannels. Um, he's always wearing flannels, and they're actually, like, pretty nice, in a way. I mean, dude, like, he's, like, the only one wearing, like, flannels and stuff compared to, like, his other NBA counterparts. So, over, all in overall, if I were to give, just going through these, uh, 
pictures and stuff. If I were to give Shagilges Alexander, you know, great, bro, it's S tier, easily S tier. And, you know, I think, uh, I think there's, there's hope for OKC to, you know, go all the way with OK with uh, all the talent they're accumulating. So, you know, good luck to them. So now, now ending off, well, you know, it is getting colder for Cali right now. Man, I wonder how long this lockdown's going to happen. It sucks. Sucks. But, I mean, you know, with, with the whole ongoing issue right now, politics, like, dude, like, who, who cares about that, bro? You know, the NBA is starting, like, what, December 26th, 22nd? You know, obviously, the NBA wants to start as soon as possible because, one, they want as much money as possible for the next season. Salary cap is going down. Players want their money. NBA wants their money, right? You know, starting early means more games, and they can do their TV deals. They're obligated to, you know, do the TV deals. So, you know, they're they out looking for themselves. No more BLM, you know, messages and stuff. They probably already know that, you know, that was probably causing a lot of the viewerships. So, you know, on to, onward to the next NBA season. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. I really gotta put a bet on the Nets. I gotta gamble. I think the Nets are gonna go all the way to the finals, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But you know, for everyone listening, I just want to say you know thank you for listening. You know I appreciate it, and I'll see y'all next time. Peace out.